What's up, y'all? I'm Tay, and I'm the owner of Kryptonite Cosmetics, which is a black-owned business where I hand-make vegan and cruelty-free products such as lip glosses, lip scrubs, and other cosmetic products. I pride myself on empowering women and others through our shared experiences with quality goods such as my products. Right now, I am selling moisturizing and non-sticky glosses at an affordable price of $5 per tube. This summer, I'm excited to be switching things up with an aromatherapy gloss and lip scrub collection, as well as an alcohol-inspired gloss collection. Be sure to check out our website at kryptonitecosmetics.com, which is all one word, both with K's, and follow us on Instagram at kryptonitecosmetics, which is also all one word for updates. Thank you all for the continuous support, and God bless. What's good, y'all? I'm back with another episode of Vex, the podcast, and we are going to continue the Black series. This episode, as you can see, is entitled Generational Curses. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. But um, before I dive into the episode, huge apologies on my behalf. I have not updated or posted or published an episode in almost a month I know I know please don't crucify me just yet um it's just been a lot going on it's been a lot of work things me figuring out what I'm doing with jobs and stuff like that and then on top of that all of the I call it the black revolution the black revolution everything that's going on in the world right now it's just so much um so much good in my opinion that's happening you know so I think that we are making progress um I do think that I've heard a lot of perspectives especially on the radio from one or two jams because I live in Greensboro I've been listening to this radio station all of my life love them so much um just their perspective of things and Roxy mentioned that um you can't really tell people how to act or respond or deal with protests you know what I'm saying so you everything with the rioting and and looting or whatever people want to call it um I kind of think of it as like grief you know in a weird way I know this sounds weird but think about it we lost George Floyd and in a way we're still grieving like everybody's grieving with that and you don't know how you're going to respond to certain situations or certain losses until you're in that situation. So I definitely get what she's saying with that. And I think that's really real. And that's, that's very respectable because you can't tell somebody how to protest. You know, that's why there's the first amendment law, like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I just been kind of dealing with everything. Besides that little update, um, if you have not read the Relationship Goals book by Mike Todd, take the time to do that. Um, I do it. I'm in a book club. Meet with him every Sunday. Love it. Really, 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 really love it. Um, a lot of the things I said in my episodes, in my previous episodes, literally he's saying the same exact thing. Especially the um, finding your purpose, you know, establishment and all of that. Before you find or seek out another person, you got to, you know, be right within. So just a little quick update about what's up with me. Um, So I guess let's go ahead and jump into this episode. So 
I actually realized that I was talking very fast in that brief intro. I'm so sorry. Um, I do that a lot, but back to it. So generational curses. I've been wanting to talk about this one for a while because um, there's so many things that the black revolution is showing us, um, things that we are finally really seeing and noticing in a deeper realm about our heritage, our culture, and about um, the American culture. Because our culture, black culture, is not the same as the American culture, you know? And with generational curses, what I've learned is that a lot of the things that we do and that we feel is tradition came back from hundreds of years ago. It dates all the way back to slavery and to the white man, white slave owners instilling certain things and black people. And we've always kept it going, you know? We just always kept it going. And it's just, it's so crazy because these same things that they planted in us became curses for us. And just a few generational curses that a couple of people I know say that they experience in their families and my own family's um, secrecy. I just think that's a curse. It's a difference between being private and being secret. Uh, secretive I'm sorry secretive there's a difference you know and um, to be private is to be sacred if that makes sense I'm a private person um, with my friends you know I can't be an open book the things that I want to share I will share to anybody you know I'm just I'm just very open however there is a lot of things about me that are very sacred that a lot of people don't know even my mom don't know you know because that's privacy Secrets are things that you don't want somebody to find out because you know that it may hurt them or that it will have a long-lasting uh, consequence for you. You know what I'm saying? So secrets is just sneaky to me. Like, you keeping a secret because if it was to get out, it would be really, really bad. You know what I'm saying? So I think that with generational curses in the black community, secrecy is something that is really big in families and nobody wants to talk about it but it doesn't make sense you know like we find out things later on in life you know and I understand parents want to protect us but we should not be 25 finding out things about other family members or you know very scandalous things coming out about your family because when we're growing up we look at our families as uh, people who do no wrong, you know what I'm saying? And so when you have to find out certain things at an older, older age, I mean, mid-20s is just kind of like, okay, that's a secret. You, That's not private, that's a secret. Like, y'all didn't say none of this because of what? Because of why, you know? So I think the secrecy plays a huge role in our generational curses. I don't think that is a good thing to be secretive. I hate sneaky people. I know and hate was a very strong word, so I can use dislike. I really dislike sneaky people. Uh, I just, I don't see why you have to be sneaky. If you're going to be private, do that. But being sneaky is just like, yeah, just kind of rubs me wrong. So um, that's something that I've 
dealt with and that others have dealt with that I know. Um, Another generational curse is pretty much the downplaying um, of other family members or of your aspirations and dreams. I think that's a generational curse. I think that since some people and families did not have the opportunity to do certain things that you might have had the opportunity to do, they look down on you. And that's a curse. That is not okay. That's not all right. I don't care how you put it, upside down, backwards, forward. It's just not right. Just because you didn't have this opportunity, that doesn't mean that if I want to open up a business, you know what I'm saying, and I find the people to help me do it, you know, maybe some sponsors, you know, talk to some people. I, I'm getting my my stuff right, you know what I'm saying? I just think that family members should not always be so pessimistic about things. It's one thing to be realistic because I am a very realistic person. So I I get that, you know, people may throw out, okay, well, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? You know, things like that. But when you just straight up looking down on something, especially, um, especially people who choose who chooses to go to a PWI or who chooses to go to an HBCU. I think that it's education regardless. I'm taking the time to go to college. Four years out of my life, I'm going to go get an education so that I can be better, you know what I'm saying? So that I can, when I have kids, they can have a better life than I had, you know what I'm saying? So I just think that instead of, in a black community, looking down on other family members or friends, even significant others that have dreams and goals and want to do things, instead of looking down on them, why don't why can't we support each other? Why can't we uplift each other, encourage each other? You know what I'm saying? And sometimes in a black community, opinions, I don't think that we know that opinions are something that needs to be asked of. Opinions is not just a, you just give them. You know, I would prefer to ask somebody, hey, tell me what you think about this. How do you feel about that? And not you just giving me your opinion, especially if it's so bitter and negative. I didn't ask for that, you know, and I think that's that's a curse that's been passed down. Like, sometimes people just want support. Okay, whether we have to fail 20 times and on the 21st trial we finally make it, that's okay. You know, it shouldn't be a I told you so or it shouldn't be things like that. It should just be a, you know what, okay, this opportunity didn't work, this this way that we went, it didn't work. How about you try this way, you know? But that whole negativity is just, that's exhausting. Um, being bitter, being sour towards family members who are out here doing things, friends, let's get into the friends, who are out here trying to prosper and do things, I just feel like it's not okay. And I just think that in the black community, we have to work to fix issues like this. That's that's why this is definitely in a black series, because I just think that this is a huge, huge, huge black issue within our community that nobody talks about or nobody wants to you know acknowledge so that's just a couple of things that you know 
really just vexes me because it's frustrating when you have to deal with certain things from the people that you are the closest with, you know? Um, And moving forward, another generational curse that I just think, oh, the black community has really, like, we, we really need to to work on this. Just a brief pause because <laughs> I'm about to go there, okay? But I just think another thing that in our community we need to work on is um, who we lay down with and why we lay down with them, okay? And that can be taken and perceived and interpreted in many different ways because I got about two. So the obvious sex, you know, and bringing children into this world so that, but then also um, the company you keep just sips real tea, sips that tea, the company that you keep. You know what I'm saying? So let's start off with the obvious sex. I think that we need to be more aware of who we are laying down with. Because I'm really big, as y'all can tell from um, this season, the, the first episode, Energies, Auras, I'm big on that. And I just think that we need to kind of look at sex in a deeper way. And I just think that sometimes when people are having sex, casual sex, whatever it is, they're, they're doing it to relieve stress sometimes. You know, sex makes you feel good. But I have heard men and women say sometimes they have sex because it is a stress reliever. But I don't think nobody's really digging into any of that and really thinking well, hey, all of that negative energy, all of that tension that you got up built, pent up in you, you putting that into somebody else. And no, you may not see the effects. You might call me crazy. Call me whatever y'all want to call me, but I really think it's real and I think it's true. Like, I just don't think, you know, sex should just be a anybody, everybody type of thing only because look at what's happening. So you have people who may start out friends or just start out whatever they are, have sex, and then what if this woman gets pregnant and this man does not want to have a child? This man does not want to have that responsibility of raising a whole human being, you know? And it doesn't just stop at 18 years of age because everybody loves to, well, that's 18 years that you got it. No, 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 no. That's the lifetime. That is a human. That is not a dog. That is not a cat. You know what I'm saying? We don't have expiration dates. We're humans. We're people. And I just think that being a little bit more wiser in certain situations would help out the black community because you get on social media, maybe go back home to your hometowns, and some of the stuff you see is just, you just want better for people. And... These children that are being brought into the world, there's no issue with it. There, there's no issue with it. Like, child, you know, childhood is not bad. Having a child is not bad. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that if you know you aren't prepared to have a child, why are you laying down with somebody with no protection? And not only that, <laughs> not only that, but... If you don't ask your sexual partners, have they been tested? 
what do you think is going to happen? They might be fine today, tomorrow, but if they out here jumping and hopping in beds and you out here jumping and hopping in beds, what do you think is going to really happen? And I know a lot of people who don't get tested. I know people who, who have told me they're like in their 20s have never got tested. And it's just like, we got to do better. We have to do better. Like statistics, we, we, we cannot keep being the front line for statistics. We can't keep being examples in a country that already hates us, in a country that that will strip us of our culture and use it and, and make it seem like this is the American culture. No, it's black culture. So I just think that by us making better decisions as a whole, as a unit, as a community, we can't give the American culture, the American people, let me not say American people, the white people, we can't give them a reason to continue to to use us as examples. You know what I'm saying? So it's just I think that we, we have to be smarter. Um, if you know that you're not in a good financial place, Children cost. Children, that's money. You know what I'm saying? It is a lifestyle. You have to support your kids, especially when they're babies. They're 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 babies, you know. And sometimes you see baby mamas and baby daddies, uh, you know, arguing and getting into it about this and that. And these kids did not ask to be here. That's just my thing. These kids did not ask to be here. You can't ever blame a child for anything that you did because you laid down and you did it, you know? So I just think that we have to be smarter. We got to make better decisions for the children that's coming into the world, you know, that's coming into some of the stuff that we've been battling all our lives. Our parents and their parents been battling all their lives, which is curses, <laughs> generational curses. And stuff is getting passed down the same toxic traits the the same cycles are happening because we don't know how to make better decisions and we don't want to make better decisions you know so i just think that's something that as a whole we have to work on we and we got to stop using these children as pawns you cannot keep no man sis you can't keep a man by trapping him by having a baby you can't change him you laid down. This is the same person you laid down with. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes we got to look at and look in and at ourselves to know that these are children. These are not objects. These are children. You know what I'm saying? And also besides all of that, you just want to make sure that you can give a child everything that they need. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even just talking about financially, emotionally, mentally, you know, because when parents aren't there emotionally or mentally, we feel it and we know it as their their children, as their child. So it's just like, I'm not saying you got to be perfect patty every day, but you chose to have a child. You and your, your man, you and your, your woman, your partner, y'all chose to have a child. So we we got to have more accountability in our community. And it may sound harsh, but it's the truth. You know, nobody wants to talk about it. So I will. So moving on to my second thing is the whole, you know, <laughs> the company that you keep. 
you want to surround yourself with people who are still doing the same things that they did when we were 12 and 13. That's middle school, going into high school. You know, and there's always another opportunity. There's always another way. There's always something else. You know what I'm saying? Just because you might have grown up in a low-income area, maybe the projects, maybe where, wherever, maybe wherever, and you didn't have a lot of access to things or opportunities, that don't mean that as a grown man or grown woman that you can't find those opportunities now. You grown. You know what I'm saying? So I think there needs to be more accountability between the company that you keep. Everybody you go, you know, everybody's going to be down for their friends, but you're not going to be down to tell your friend that your friend deserves more and that your friend deserves better than what they're doing or what, you know, the the situations that they keep putting themselves into. As a whole community, a black community, we all deserve better. So I think that we need to start taking those opportunities to think about the future, to think about the incoming generations, because this new generation, man, it's, I don't even know what word I would like to use because it's just, it's sad, you know, like, they don't have motivation to do anything, and they don't care. So I think that's the dangerous part about it. It's one thing to not have motivation, but to not care behind it, that it's, that's deeper. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we have to show and give better um, examples. We have to, to lead a better life so that they can see what things could be like, you know? So I just feel like, generational curses is so they're challenging to break and no it should not always be on us to break them but I know that when I have a family and I know that when I get into my next relationship the things that I've witnessed from others and even in my past situations I don't want that and that's not normal it's not normal to be toxic let's sip the tea on that one it is not normal to be toxic. And I don't think that people honestly know that. Everybody think it's cute and it's fun. That's, y'all, that's not, that's weird. Like, why Why do you want to live a lifestyle that is always intense, always chaotic, um, always, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... I don't know, just drama feel. Like, why would you want to live a life that's like that when it doesn't have to be like that? When it's people out here who's going to treat you right, you know? When it's people out here who can give you the things that you wish for and that you need, you know what I'm saying? So I think even with, um, you know, laying down with who you lay down with, you know, the company you keep, all of that, we just have to be smarter, we got we to gotta be better than that. And it, it may sound lame or you may not want to do it. Whatever the case is, it's the truth. You know, if you feel some type of way about anything I'm saying, it's because it's the truth. And nobody wants to accept the truth. <laughs> nobody wants to do that. But I promise you, once you do it, life is way easier. You see people for the things that they do and for who they are. Because when they choose 
to do things that will hurt you or will have a long-lasting consequence for you and for them, they are showing you who they are, you know, and we got to be willing to hold them accountable. You can't always sweep everything up under the rug. Like, that's not okay. So I know there's many more generational curses, you know, that's out there and that I can't talk about. But I'll probably do it on a separate episode, like, you know, Generational Curses Part 2 or something like that. So we can dive into it a little bit more. But I just really challenge y'all to step out of the comfort zone. Get out of that bubble and to actually challenge yourself to a better life. Surround yourself with better people, okay? Because the same things that your parents or their grandparents did or friends, I mean, you got to look at the cycle. It's still happening. Certain stuff is still going on. So it may not end with you, but it can start with you. You can live a different life, you know what I'm saying? Even if you do have kids or when you do have kids, learn how to be better. Learn how, how to make better decisions so that you don't end up in the same toxic generational cycles and curses that was passed down, you know what I'm saying? So I just really wanted to dive into that because I just think that's a big thing and that's one of the biggest issues in the black community is those generational curses. Like it's it's really sad, you know, because when you become an adult you would think that it would be easy to stop certain habits or cycles in your family, but once people get to a certain age, they get grounded within themselves and who they are. And well, I mean, I've been living life like this for 35 years, I might as well keep going, you know? And it's just like, no, everybody deserves a better life. Everybody deserves to be who and what they want to be. So, you know, challenge yourself to be that person and to live your life for you, okay? So, as always, as always, <laughs> much love, peace, and respect. Um, thank you for listening to this episode. In general, just thank you for supporting me. And I hope that you guys continue to enjoy my podcast. Mwah. <laughs>